Hello, it is Angie Hoover. I am making my first attempt, hopefully the only, although that is highly unlikely, uh, my first attempt at recording something that I publish out to the world. Um, I am basically recording myself or doing whatever this is called, I guess loosely we could call it a podcast, really just to work on developing some uh, material to be brave enough to get up and do a stand-up act somewhere in probably Iowa, um, which is important to note as I've continued to study, geography will matter. Um, I think for this one, um, and probably most that I record, I'm likely going to just rant about the things happening in my world and what I see going on. Uh, I am recording this live from my commute uh, somewhere on Interstate 380 on a relatively light traffic day, so I don't want anybody to worry that I might be unsafe. From time to time, I think I will probably see various license plates that I might have to just completely stop what I'm talking about and give a shout out to just because uh, really when you're on this uh, race between Iowa City and Cedar Rapids, those little bright spots or horror spots can can mean a lot to you. The one that I'm currently uh, viewing is uh, Red Roo or Red Row Roo. It's not like a a university, you know, like Iowa State or University of Iowa license plate, but it's just a plain old Iowa plate that says red, R-E-D-R-U. I feel like it's like that whole red rum murder backwards, but I don't know. Maybe it's something like uh, they like the Cardinals and they're saying red, are you? Uh, Or, oh my God, they could be Republicans. That is really bold. That in this in this part of the state, red are you? No, no, probably not. Most people are blue, huh? I don't know what they are or who they are or what that's about. Um, I yeah. So I I think that I love personalized license plates, but I also hate them because um, it causes me just like anguish like that sometimes. And I'm just like, what what is that? And you're driving along and, and, you know, and then they like veer off and you're like, okay, I got to remember what, what the hell was on their license plate. I have a personalized license plate and it also uh, is affiliated with the University of Iowa. So it's got the whole black and gold theme and uh, it's become, unfortunately, uh, what people identify me with. But it's really funny because I've I'm recognizing lately that they go through the same anguish that I'm going through on 380 because, um, so my last name is Hoover, that with an H-O-O-V-E-R, and my license plate is Who, W-H-O-V-E-R, V-E-R, Hoover, right? So phonetically, yes, that is my last name. Um, but it's, you know, it's my married name. My husband actually has had the license plate since uh, I think 92, probably. He had it on a motorcycle. He's so clever. It was his name then. It wasn't mine. Um, But anyway, I showed up at work uh, one day and he had actually gone into the parking lot of my work and switched out the plate and put it on my car. And anyway, so I have a personalized license plate. Um, But 
What's funny is I'm like, okay, people know me, my last name, haha, Hoover, that's funny. I am absolutely blown away at the number of people that assume that I am a Doctor Who fan. Until recently, I don't even know what that is. Um, and I, apparently it's, it's fairly popular with maybe a certain like specific population of people. I don't want to judge that population in any way, but I do not identify with them. Um, so it turns out this, this Doctor Who character changes or has changed over time. And it's like this really long running series. I clearly am probably missing a lot about the point of it. I think it has to do with time travel. Somebody told me time travel and they have like a British or it's a telephone booth or something that they, they, I guess, travel through time on. You know, I was at uh, Wigan Penn in Coralville slash Iowa City on Sunday and I said to my husband I'm like oh look it's a dartist just like in that Doctor Who thing that everybody thinks that I that I must like and he just shook his head and he's like you're never gonna get it and I'm like what he's like what did you just call it I said well it's, a, I, it's the Doctor Who like the travel thing he goes no but what did you call it I said a dartist he's like no it's a tardis I'm like I I don't even know what to do with that like that's just that's just stupid um and I'm probably never going to have anybody listen to anything I have to say again just because I made fun of Doctor Who. Um, but anyway, I maybe I should embrace it and start watching it. So yesterday um, for my commute, I did something new and bold. And I actually got on that 380 Express that is this, this charter service that they're doing um, on 380. Uh, to given all the construction that's coming with various exits and clover leaves and I don't know it's all gonna be hell um, so I thought you know what Ange, be proactive here get on that damn thing uh, it's three dollars and fifty cents um, uh, the pickup locations or uh, yeah whatever I guess it's the bus stop so I'm trying to be fancy now but the bus stops are not terribly convenient um, now, at the same time, I do have a bus stop for the regular city bus just, you know, a block from my house. I'm not going to hop on that. And I guess I could have gotten up, taken that to the downtown Iowa City area. And then I could have walked the 15-minute walk to the bus stop to get on the 380 Express. Um, yeah, it just it didn't happen that way. My husband drove me to the stop uh, um, at the bus ter terminal downtown Iowa City. And I got on the bus three dollars and fifty cents um took about 50 minutes the whole ride wi-fi provided worked great um you know i was really hoping to get some great interaction maybe with some people on the bus turns out 6 45 in the morning nobody's too chatty everyone's pretty much headphones um and uh yeah looks like they might be homeless um and that's that's fine i mean if you're between homes that's totally okay or probably most likely they're between cars um so i'm thinking okay nobody's going to talk to me now at the same time i guess i should add that there were a total of four of us riding this charter uh luxury liner bus um uh three men and myself and uh the bus stops at kirkwood uh, the community college in the area, which is very nice. One person exited there. Um, and the remaining three of us uh, exited the bus in downtown Cedar Rapids. 
Now, on a nice day, not raining like yesterday, I suppose I could walk, you know, the 10, 15 minutes to my office, but again, I didn't. I actually had my boss waiting there to pick me up. Um, so I don't know that I saved anything, accomplished anything. I suppose I learned that the retired gentleman driving the bus, uh, I think he has a pretty sweet gig. Um, it was very, very nice. He's been driving bus for something like 40 years or he drove bus for 40 years. So I felt pretty safe. I did interview him fairly extensively before uh, getting on the bus. That's what happens though when you're an actual, you know, like me, you're a former bus driver. So, you know, you want to make sure that they understand what they got, uh, you know, the, the what their cargo is and that, you know what, I did let him know that I had my CDL and you know what, he's going to need to make, make sure he's driving extra safe. So did that, lived through it. It was a great time. Um, took a picture. Actually, my husband took photos and he also followed me with a video. I don't know why he did that. Um, well, actually, yes, I do. He's a complete nut job um, about public transportation. I pretty much did this event for him. I mean, I'm really good zooming in my own car, my Doctor Who mobile apparently, uh, and getting to work in, in you know, half an hour. But he is a strong believer in public transportation. I mean, the guy, oh, he so badly would like for there to be rail between the two cities. And so much so that after uh, on our drive home last night, because he actually drove up to Cedar Rapids and was my ride home, um, we got into an argument about how over-subsidized uh, the airlines and the roads are when it would be so much smarter uh, and a better use of money uh, subsidizing rail. So anyway, I, I think, I don't know. I think I agree with him. So I don't even know if I can call it an argument, but Jesus Christ, was it exhausting. We also last night uh, did our first or my first time going into uh, a comedy club for open mic night, which was an absolute Oh, depressing thing. And I'm really bummed about that because this is why I'm even doing these rants is I think that maybe somewhere along the line, I'll find that I'm, I could be funny. Um, and so they sign up, you know, you get there by a certain time and then the show's supposed to start at eight o'clock, which it didn't start until like eight twenty, which was really annoying because if I'm going to do this, I'm not, I don't know how I'm going to like stay up late enough and then also keep my regular job but I suppose if I accomplish it once I will have I'll, I'll call it good um, it turns out not many people are funny so I guess I should feel a little bit more confident um, but damn that probably means I'm not that funny and it was just this realization of how massive this I guess developmental project I'm taking on is on top of that I've agreed to be some form of comedic entertainment at my brother's client appreciation event in August which quite frankly is scaring the shit out of me and I and it's March so I got a lot of work to do um yeah that's I that might be it for me today I'm thinking that while I was solo here I actually think I might enjoy 
uh, some uh, some company sometime. I, I'm, I've got a lot of people around me that are actually hilarious that I think it'd be fun to maybe just do a rant or riff with them. So thinking about that for the next one, um, as I'm actually pulling into Cedar Rapids, uh, I don't think I've pissed anybody off too much as it looks like I'm just talking on the phone. Um, like I said, light traffic day to day, pretty happy about that. And uh, we're going to wrap this up and I hope to be uh, coming up with a new rant very soon. Peace. Hello, I'm Angie Hoover, uh, the original A-Ho. Um, I uh, say that because I, um, you know, every time I go to the library and pick up a book that I have on hold, it's under A-Ho. So kind of alarms my mom sometimes when she doesn't really want me to be considered as an asshole. And really, she is not okay with me being a hoe. So, um... I don't know, I figure when I write my first book, that's where you'll find me, is under AHO. Um, I work uh, full-time during the day. My job is in human resources. And a lot of times people, you know, they want me to talk about uh, the stories that I have. Um, and I, as I think of it now, I mean, maybe that does make me an asshole. A lot of people probably think of me as an asshole working in human resources. Um but mainly, you know, I'm not supposed to talk about them. Um, and so how I cope with my job, as you can imagine, is um, by drinking a lot of alcohol. Um, and so as I think about the things, the issues that I get to work, to deal with, um, mostly, if I were to put it in HR speak, I uh, deal with people, bad behaviors, and making bad choices. Really not a lot of difference between my job and that of a kindergarten teacher. The difference being a kindergarten teacher is working with developing brains that might have a chance to change and make different choices. And I'm just dealing with a lot of assholes. Um, As far as the types of issues that I get to deal with, you know, they range from your attendance and performance issues to um, the, uh, I I like porn at work, I um, like to uh, be in corners of the hospital, Um, I like to um, sleep in the hospital because I lost my apartment because I beat up my roommate. Um, I, um, a lot of the physicians doing things with other employees, uh, whether it's being really inappropriately cruel or, um, yeah, just, you know, sleeping with them. Um, I also have to deal with a lot of people that maybe um, break laws, commit crimes, either on the clock or off the clock. Um, I get to deal with both of those. A lot of conflict, you know, a lot of people can't get along with one another, a lot of differing opinions about things, and then the behaviors escalate at work. So it's a really fun time. 
I would say. Um, the, you know, a lot of times I have to let people go term their employment and it's really, it pretty much sucks. But, um, what gets rough is when I fire somebody and then I live, I actually live in this community of, um, Iowa City, Cedar Rapids. And then I inevitably end up seeing them. And so I am of a certain age that I am somewhere between I got to get a mammogram, the boobs squished at least once a year to make sure everything's fine. And oh, thank God I don't have to have a colonoscopy yet. So, um, you know, working in healthcare and then ending employment with a lot of healthcare workers, um, you know, you got to go get your services like that somewhere. So I go to places that I do not work and lo and behold, you know, it's, uh, it's just my luck. I go to have my mammogram and it's by somebody who I recently exited my organization and they are now working for another, the other organization in town. And so you can imagine how much fun that was for, uh, for her, um, getting to literally twist my titties, um, in pain. So I guess she kind of got back at me. Um, 